welcome to Shop Talk, the real estate show. I'm John Forche, and joining me on this episode is Zachary Beach, an author, coach, and the COO of Smart Real Estate Coach. Zach, thanks for joining me. Hey, Jonathan, I appreciate you having me on. So you have not been in real estate for very long. Can you tell us a bit about your background? Yeah, so uh, when I came out of college, um, at about 21 years old, 22 years old, I actually went to bartending and personal training. Um, so I, I did that for um, about four years. Uh, and I told myself by the time I was 25 years old that I'd be out of the industry because uh, I don't know if anybody out there has been involved in the restaurant industry, but after you get to that point, you're either burnt out or you love the industry. And at that point in time, I was burnt out. I bartended. I was reaching the pinnacle of the area that, or the, the bar that I worked at. And I looked around, and I was like, I don't want to be here for the rest, the rest of my life. Um, so I, I was bartending personal training. I was burning the candle at both ends. Um, as you can imagine, late nights and early mornings. Um, so at about 25, I went to my father-in-law, Chris, who had a real estate company. He's been involved in real estate for 27 plus years. Uh, and I said, Hey, I don't know if I'm going to like real estate, but what was your thoughts on me potentially, you know, helping out, uh, and, and kind of getting involved in real estate and seeing where that goes. Um, so about 25, I did that, you know, fast forward, it's about to come four years this April. Um, I've been on the business now four years this April and I've been able to uh, do some amazing things with, uh, with my amazing team. That's awesome. So Chris didn't come to you. You went to Chris. That is true. Yeah. I was getting burnt out, uh, at the time. And actually my wife and I both were bartenders at the time. And then we both left. She left about two months ahead of time for me, but we both left and actually joined the family business doing two different roles. Um, she now actually is at home with our two kids. We didn't have any kids at the time, but, um, but yeah, we actually both hopped out and joined the family business, uh, started growing that our real estate investment, uh, portfolio. And then also now we have a second company, which, uh, is smartrealestatecoach.com, which we actually teach people how to do and build the business that we have. Wow. That's great. So, so what was the current, what was the learning curve like? Coming to real estate from a bartending and personal trainer background. <laughs> uh, the learning curve was immense. Uh, and people <laughs> will probably say like, hey, well, your father-in-law was in the business for 27 years. Uh, but that that people need to understand, like, uh, I was so brand new and I and I really had to, to kill what I was going to eat, to be honest with you. So as a family, I mean, we do deals together, but everyone gets paid based on the deals. It's not like I was coming into a cushy salary and I was going to start just making calls. Uh, as I so please, I was making calls in between those other two jobs that I had. So I was falling, stumbling, just like anybody else would into this business. Uh, luckily, I had a close family team that could help correct me. Yeah. But uh, I swear, sometimes they just let me, you know, squabble out there just to have their own laughs. But it, uh, <laughs> it, it took time. You know, it definitely took time, and just like anyone out there. Sure. Yeah. Well, you got to flounder a little bit to figure it out, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you should, I, I tell my, what we call the associates, but those are the people we lock arms with and do deals. And a lot of them are brand new. And I tell them, I, I say, I wish I had some of my old recording calls because you know, I was worse than you on the phone. I promise you that. Yeah. So that's something you talk about in uh, uh, the chapter of the, the, one of the books that you guys wrote. Um, you talk about how you had a rocky start when you were on calls with clients. How did you, like, what helped you improve? Uh, it's all about mindset be a hundred percent honest with you because 
the number one lesson that I learned getting started in business is you can't emotionally tie yourself to the results of that you're receiving at that time. So I used to be super happy when I had really good calls and when I was acquiring a lot of leads. And then you have those down days where sometimes it's just the list that you're calling on. You know, sometimes it's the energy you're bringing to the call. Um, and you're getting a lot of no's. And then my emotions were tied to those no's. So then all of a sudden now I'm, I'm down the dumps because I'm not having a good day. So that's, it's really important to not tie yourself to the end results, but to work on your mindset and work on your, your attitude towards, okay, I'm going to give it my all today. I don't care what the results are, but I'm taking the next baby step forward in, in building this business. Yeah. So when you were starting out in the real estate business, you had three jobs, basically bartending, <laughs> personal trainer, and real estate. Yeah. And actually I, uh, I worked with a network marketing company as well where, um, you know, we sold supplements, um, <laughs> at the time. So it, it was very tied to my personal yeah. training background. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, a majority of my income was coming from bartending. Uh, we, I lived down in a uh, very tourist driven area in Southern Rhode Island. Uh, so during the summers, it's like booming. You go from like 40,000 people in the, in the town to like 250,000 people. So wow. majority of it was tied to there. Personal training, I did more for you know, my, you know, <laughs> my own personal health. It made me get to the gym all the time uh, compared yeah. to just getting stuck in those nightlifes. So when you were working all of those jobs, how did you prioritize your time? How did you figure out <laughs> what you needed to spend your time on? Yeah, that's something that I work with a lot with uh, with our associates now or, or the people within our community. Uh, I wasn't good at time management. That was something that I had to learn uh, as far as prioritizing, making sure I was only focused on money producing activities, uh, some techniques I like to use like working in sprints. Um, but really at the time I was, I had my bartending schedule and then everything from there I kind of built off of. Um, when you're working as a bartender and a personal trainer, as much as that is, you know, I guess like an entrepreneur activity, meaning especially as a personal trainer where you make your own schedule, you really don't make your own schedule. You, mm -hmm. you show up when clients want you to show up, right? You know, majority of the time that is early mornings. Early mornings are when they get out of work. So I had to really, it was just... It was just, I was taking what I had and then building in time in between that. So it looked like... Uh, early morning, like five to eight in the morning, I was working with clients for at the gym and then I'd get home and I would nap for a couple hours. And then from like noon to let's say like three o'clock, I was making outbound calls and then I would, uh, I would rest some more, have dinner, relax for a couple hours. And then I'd get into, I'd go to the bar at like five to, you know, one or two in the morning and then I'd do the same thing on repeat. So I really was only, I was living in naps. <laughs> it's really the best way to describe it. So as you can see, um, real estate had to be, whether I liked it or not, had to be a, an end result. Uh, it had to be an end goal because I wasn't going to be able to sustain that. So if I truly believed that real estate was going to get me to my goals, that's why I was putting in those additional hours during the day. Because if I just wanted to live paycheck to paycheck and live by other people's means, then I could certainly just bartend and personal train. I mean, it was enough money to live comfortable, but sure. not enough to grow actually. Yeah. And I, long term, I mean, that kind of work schedule and sleep schedule that would probably catch up to you. <laughs> yeah. so, so you did it knowing there was sort of an end in sight, right? That eventually you were going to be able to make real estate the focus. 
Yeah, I, I knew that I was at, maybe it wasn't going to be, uh, I wasn't going to commit to real estate was going to be my be all end all, but I knew that it was going to get me out of the bars and out of working multiple jobs. Yeah. I knew that it had that. Now uh, here, I, I really, it's led me down so many different paths in personal development and coaching and training and real estate development, uh, you know, buying and selling property on, on terms. Uh, as we like to call it, uh, and let me down so many different avenues um, that I mean, I'm so grateful that I stuck with it. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's treating you well. So you have you you co-wrote a book um, with Chris Prefontaine, your your father-in-law, who was on our show a month ago. Listeners can actually get that book for free if they go to newrulesforfree.com. Um, could you talk a little bit about that book? Yeah. So new rules. Uh, actually, yeah. Book right here. So new rules of real estate investing, 24 leading experts reveal their real estate secrets. So we created this book because, you know, we're constantly in the trenches and real estate changes, you know, year over year. Um, so we took all leading techniques and all the people in the industry um, that we work with closely and we put it all into, into that book. And, uh, and it was a really cool book because Chris, myself, and my brother-in-law, we actually put, we have our own chapters, but we all put, we put notes throughout the book. So that way there's some key action items, or if you don't understand a particular niche that, uh, that's brought up uh, by that, by that leading expert, we break it down because the truth is, uh, we're not naive enough to think that our method is the best method for everyone. It certainly has built wealth for us, built wealth for us. It's led us down some amazing paths. We've seen, and uh, we've helped many people create, you know, the life of their dreams through this aspect, but doesn't mean that's the best fit for everyone. So what we did is, uh, that book allows you to kind of get a little bit of everything, um, and, uh, allow you to dive into different parts of the real estate world. Yeah. It's a cool format. Uh, I read the, the chapter that you wrote, which is called a hundred deals in under three years. And, you know, throughout you have Chris just sort of chiming in saying, yeah, let me back him up with this fact or this fact. It was, it was a cool way to do it. Um, but in that chapter, you talk about being able to invest without putting your own money down or going to a bank. Can you talk about how that works? Yeah. So, uh, we focus on buying and selling on terms and really what that means is buying property without using your own cash credit or investors money. It's by coming to an agreement with a seller and a buyer on terms, meaning you have different terms of the agreement. Um, so if we break that down, there's a couple different aspects or a couple different techniques within that, which is, uh, most people are familiar with buying and selling on a lease option, uh, or buying and selling uh, on owner financing. Um, not everyone's familiar about buying property subject to the existing loan, but those are the three major techniques that we, that we, uh, accomplish by, by buying on terms. So it really allows you to take control of an asset without using your own cash or credit or going to banks. Great. So our, our, our audience, most of our listeners are primarily residential agents. Um, many of them are interested in the world of real estate investing. Uh, what advice would you give about starting and investing? Yeah, I, I would say that you're actually pro, uh, that you're throwing away a ton of leads or potential, you know, deals by just staying ex like so focused on just say residential, uh, being a residential realtor. Um, because there's people outside of your box and, and I don't know, uh, what each individual uh, person out there has as far as their, their specialty or their box. Um, but there's certain deals that fit outside of the typical real estate, uh, realtors box, which are, um, working with sellers that of course don't want to pay a realtor. 
um, you typically, you're going to throw that, throw that away because then someone's going to go just do a for sale by owner. Um, well you have now, if you buy and sell on terms, you have the ability to buy a property from a seller in that aspect, and they're not going to be coming out of pocket for real estate commissions. So it allows you to craft a deal there. Or maybe there's properties that, um, as we all know, you could be the best realtor in the world, but you are going to have listings that expire for one reason or another. Majority of the time it's the seller's unrealistic expectations, right? It's usually like they want a property for this price and they're not going to go below that, even though the market tells them that's not the case. So if your listing is going to expire, you now have the ability to say, Hey, you know, we took it to the traditional market. This is what it's told us. Uh, I actually have some other techniques that I can do, which, which could be buying your property either on a lease option or, or owner financing it, which could get you closer to your number. Um, and then you're actually as the real estate investor able to create money now, money monthly and money in the future. Uh, and the seller is now, happy because you were able to bring them additional techniques instead of just letting it expire. Um, you know, other things that come into play like functionality, maybe a majority of the traditional sellers out there, um, are, uh, are, you know, not able to sell it because of functionality. So our buyers who are just outside of financeability and just need time, um, are they're, they're willing to buy a property that doesn't maybe have the best functionality because, um, uh, because now you're, you're helping them build the pathway to homeownership. So a uh, really cool scenario there. So what I suggest from a, from a realtor perspective is uh, don't change your traditional, you know, uh, clients, which are that fit inside your traditional box. What I suggest is anything that doesn't fit inside that box to go ahead and utilize our techniques in order to create more wealth and to build a portfolio. Yeah. Diversify basically. 100%. Go ahead and diversify. That's the best technique because I've spoken with many realtors and I've actually trained a lot of, uh, a lot of investors that were realtors or are still our realtors and they get involved in say our coaching program because they are interested in building wealth. Now they don't necessarily want to uh, continue to run on the, the hamster wheel per se, mm -hmm. because once you get one deal done and then you're running to the next one, you're running to the next one. Instead you can leverage yourself because our techniques pay you three different ways, money now, money monthly and money in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you find your leads when you're selling on terms? The funny thing is we're probably all fishing in the exact same ponds. We just have different techniques. So we end up attracting different sellers. Yeah. Um, which we get a prime, like a large amount of our leads come from expired listings uh, because they've been through the traditional market they tried and then now they're looking for alternative options. Mm -hmm. uh, we also get them for, for rent by owners. So people that are used to uh, uh, using this as a rental and maybe now they're sick of being a landlord. Um, and then um, another major one is for sale by owners. So I'm all fishing in the same pond. It's just we're looking for different sellers with different motivations. After the break, we discuss the secret to Zach's success as a real estate coach. You're never too old to get into real estate. Zach was 25 before he decided to try it out and came to the industry with a bartending background. If you're listening to this thinking, hey, maybe I should give this thing a shot, then I've got news for you. The CE Shop's online pre-licensing courses are the most convenient way to kickstart your new career, and our students have a mind-boggling 90% national pass rate on their licensing exam. Use promo code SHOPTALK for 25% off your courses. So what advice would you give to someone just starting out in real estate? I mean, you having done it, uh, you know, four years, just about four years, you said you've been in real estate. Yeah. Four years this April. 
Congrats. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I know it's, uh, we're, as we enter into this next decade, yeah, uh, it's just amazing. Uh, you know, how fast four years goes. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so what I'd recommend is I was in an absolute green position and, and more recent than say most people out there. Um, I just, I, I would hundred percent recommend that number one, you find the niche that you want to be involved in. So go ahead, do your research, get really clear on which niche you want to work in and then find a mentor or community that is doing what you want to do. And that is in the trenches doing it, but they're say three, five, 10 years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to latch onto their coattails, uh, and don't look left, don't look right. Just continue to follow that group and or that mentor because you can create such a huge learning curve, um, by just following a system or a process that someone has proven. Yeah. You don't have to recreate the wheel. Um, you can use your own techniques and make it personal, right? Uh, I'm not saying to go blindly. What I suggest is you do your research, find the right people in the right person and follow them because if they're doing it in the trenches today, then they can show, certainly show you how to do it and to create your own process and system. Yeah. Rather than going after someone who, you know, made their name decades ago, somebody who's actually still doing it. So, so, so important. So important. Make sure that they're doing it today because as I was just alluding to in the book, real estate changes, uh, it goes in cycles, like things that people were teaching 10 years ago don't necessarily fit now today's model. So for sure, make sure they're doing it in the trenches now. Yeah. And that's something interesting that uh, I talked with Chris about is the fact that you guys still, you still do deals. I mean, it's not that you're just coaching. You're not just, you know, doing speaking engagements. You are still actually actively doing what you preach. Yeah. So we're doing deals in in two different aspects. So we have our own buy and selling portfolio that uh, Chris, my brother-in-law, Chris and my brother-in-law and myself own. And I was actually just on appointment this morning. So I like at eight o'clock this morning, I was driving up to Southeastern Massachusetts, speaking with a seller, walking through a property. Um, It was actually two uh, new construction, two condos. So still in the business, still doing it physically, but also, um, with our associates, we help them through the entire process of a deal. So we're speaking with sellers, we're speaking with buyers, we're working through deals. Um, so from both ends, both virtually and, you know, in person, we're hitting, we're constantly doing deals. That's, uh, that's our entire mission and entire process to help people in our wicked smart community, which we call them, um, complete transactions, complete deals. Yeah, that's great. And so let's talk about the coaching side of it. Uh, cause you're also, involved pretty heavily with the coaching, right? Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the coaches. We have certified coaches now, which are, um, students or associates who have done, have completed our systems, have done deals, have proven themselves now that they're actually passing it along and now helping out new people that are in our community. Um, myself and Chris still in the trenches coaching day in and day out. Um, so yeah, very heavily involved. Uh, I very much enjoy, uh, watching people, grow personally and scale their businesses. Um, it's, it's uh, quite a joy of mine and I, I love watching people become successful that way. feels like it kind of plays into your personal training background too. I mean, you know, sort of on a business side of it, but <laughs> being able to watch people actually progress and grow. Yeah. I, I think, I think we've all have our backgrounds for a reason. Uh, I wouldn't change anything because I've learned so many techniques as far as talking with people, talking with sellers, talking with clients. Um, 
from bartending. Like you have yeah. to be able to carry on a conversation with anybody about anything as a bartender. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to work under pressure, especially when the, the bar is packed to the brim. Uh, and you have to be able to communicate with your other bartenders and bar back in order to get things happening. Uh, and then same with personal training, you have to be able to set a system and process in place in order to set people up for success. Um, it's what we do in, in real estate and in our coaching. So, um, yeah, the background, I, I think it's been a progression and, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, definitely. I, I imagine it was pretty intimidating just starting out coaching though. I mean, I, I, I've got to imagine some of your, some of your, the people you're coaching have been in the business a long time. And has that been a disadvantage that you're as young as you are? Um, so that, that's a, it's the second time it's been brought up, not from a coaching standpoint, but when, uh, people would ask me that when I was just an investor, oh, yeah. uh, which is how do, how do you actually get people to sell you their house? Because I primarily work with the sellers and my brother-in-law primarily works with the buyers because you're so young. And I just said, well, call me a little naive, but I just didn't think of it that way. That wasn't like a, a paradigm of mine. That wasn't a thought. Yeah. I went to properties. I said, can I solve this person's problem? And it doesn't matter what age I am if I can solve their problem. So, yeah. um, again, that's just, that probably, that was probably good that I was so green in the industry because I was naive from that aspect, but you know, I was able to get plenty of that done, but from a coaching standpoint, yeah. Um, the majority of our, uh, associates, uh, so people we lock arms with are, uh, tend to be somewhere between like 25 and 45, primarily somewhere between 35 and 45. Yeah. So maybe they haven't been in the real estate industry as long, uh, but they've been in the world longer than I have and have probably more experience in other aspects of life. Um, but again, if, um, if I'm able to help them grow and scale their business and personally develop, then it doesn't matter what age I am. Um, uh, which it seems like people haven't responded to me in that way. And if, uh, and if they have, then I shouldn't be their coach. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so if that's a paradigm of yours and you cannot take advice from someone that's younger than you, um, then of course you shouldn't work with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it's an interesting thing in real estate. A lot of states, you can get your real estate license starting at 18. Um, yep. But then people always, I always hear people say, you, who would choose to work with an 18-year-old real estate agent? And I mean, if they've got it together and they 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 know what it takes, then they can probably do as great a job as anyone. But, uh, you know, the average age is a, around 55 years old for a, for a realtor. So it's um, it definitely skews older. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's, funny because uh, my brother-in-law, Nick, who's also the co-author in the book, he did that. And he didn't go to college. He went to and became a realtor um, and uh, just started going to like real estate seminars, yeah. which sounds a little crazier back then. But nowadays, it's so uh, it's so relevant as majority of people are, are now passing up college or maybe have gone to college, but now are reinvesting in themselves through seminars and through, uh, you know, mentors and getting involved in masterminds being very, um, mainstream now. So mm -hmm. he was actually slightly a bit ahead of the curve, but yeah, I mean, just like you said, um, 18 years old, if he can solve your problem, if he can help you sell your house, you know, then go with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you need a 55 year old to sell your house then then great. I mean, there's plenty of great realtors out there. That's 55 as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's in a lot of ways, I think that's kind of the future of education. Uh, everyone, especially as more and more people are, you know, saddled with student loan debt, then yeah. it, it just seems to make more sense instead of getting the generalized education and then having to specialize later, 
because uh, I mean, I'm someone who my undergrad, uh, I didn't know what to do once I had it. <laughs> it was like, all right, I guess I'm going to grad school now. So um, especially if somebody's going to go into real estate, they know that's the, the path for them. It seems like a great idea to just go right for it. I totally agree. I didn't know what to do either. That's why I was a bartender in personal yeah. training. I went yeah. to college, marketing and finance, and then I get out and I start bartending. Uh, <laughs> I know what I want to do and I knew I wasn't going to go in the corporate world. I'm extremely right. unemployable. So um, <laughs> as of most of us, I mean, that's why we're entrepreneurs, yep. right? We're unemployable. So yeah, I, I highly recommend, especially um, maybe you don't know exactly what you want to do, but going an avenue of like real estate, is going to produce, is, it's a wealth producing activity. Um, like the stock market can go to zero. Real estate is not going to go to zero. It, it could drop like 08 um, and go to like a third. But you know, you look now a decade later and the price, the price of those properties that went to a third are probably above and beyond what they were back in 08. So yeah. if you're, if you're looking for a place to build wealth, especially slowly, real estate's not about get rich quick. It's yeah about get rich permanent, right? It's about acquiring the skills and then acquiring assets in order or control of assets in order to produce wealth for not only now, but for generations. Um, so even if you don't know what you want to do, learn real estate because you can produce your passive income or produce wealth now. And then like in the future, like myself, I started with real estate and then my passion ended up come further along with coaching and helping other people build their real estate businesses. So it's, you know, your life starts to spin upon things once you uh, have the ability to breathe on a daily basis and, you know, have that type of income where you can think. Yeah, definitely. All right. So turning to your team, how important is the, the team you have around you when you're working a deal? <laughs> oh my God. I put all of it on them. Meaning, uh, that's great. Like in my, my story, uh, a lot of people here, I've done a hundred deals in three years, but I mean, I couldn't have done the hundred deals myself, um, be honest with you. I mean, it's not like I was doing every little piece of the deal. I, you know, I had a fantastic team that supported me, which allowed me to utilize my strengths and my skills in order to go out and acquire properties. That way we could, we could sell them, uh, or get in that locked in trenches with somebody else and help them acquire their deals and to sell them. So, um, team is so important. It, it, you only can grow, uh, and, and, and really work on your strengths if you have the people around you to support you. Um, whether yeah. that looks like a, an organizational team, meaning like, um, like a business partner or, uh, or an accountant or, or whoever's involved in your business, or that means your family, your, your wife, your spouse, um, you know, in order to support you. I mean, team can, can look like that as well. And I can tell you, especially if you're in like a family business, which I am, uh, and being in the entrepreneur world, if you don't have the support of your spouse, uh, and you're not, uh, as comfortable at home, it becomes really hard to excel in the business world. You have to, every, if, you, if things are right at home, then it allows you to think freely and to, and to chase your passion compared to if it's not. So I count team as both, you know, organizational, but also the friends, family that's around you. Yeah. The full support system. Super important. What advice would you give to an agent who's trying to build out their team? Uh, a lot of agents start off, you know, just them or maybe them and a mentor, but what about that next step? Yeah, I think it comes, uh, and this would be really for anybody that's trying to build a business. I think it's important that, uh, number one, from an individual standpoint, you know why you want to build the business. Like, is it for time freedom? Is it for financial freedom? Like, what does that look like? Because I was actually speaking with, 
an associate of mine who's building her business now and she has kids at home and she was asking me how to manage both time and family now, especially with the holidays around the corner. And I said, well, why are you building this business? Is it to have more time with your family or is it to build more wealth? Because the question of what should I do around the holidays would be answered by your why. Because if it is to have more time freedom with your family, then the answer is already there. You should be spending time with your family. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You gotta, you're going to have to make sacrifices along the line. But if that's the case, or if it is to build up to like a million dollars or build more wealth, then you should be spending more time on your business. I mean, that's, so know your why and why you want to scale the business uh, or build the business. And then number two, I would establish some real core values of what you're, of how you want this business to operate. Like for example, a smart real estate coach has core values, which are constantly innovate and improve. We complete all transactions with the highest integrity. We match effort for effort. We are clear, blunt, and to the point, no gray area and team over me. So those key core values are what we hire and fire to. So every person that we bring into our, into our, um, as an associate, but also bring into our, our company to grow and scale has to have those core values. Mm-hmm. So have those established because if not, then you're just dealing with people that may not be on the same page as you. Yeah. So that, those would be my two jumpstart advice. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you, you hit on a big thing there. You're basically talking about branding. I mean, branding your business, because if you don't have that figured out, then how can you bring more people into it? Right. Cause you can't scale it. Right. Cause the majority of uh, realtors out there, the audience or even investors are solopreneurs. Yeah. Right. They, they enter in or they have a mentor, right. And they enter in and they're like, so everything is a hundred percent personal. It's all about them. It's, so once you start branching out, you have to allow people to see the vision that you see, mm-hmm. which means that you have to establish some ground rules based on where you're going and who you want to come along with you. So by setting those, here's my why, but also here's what the company's why is going to look like. Here's where we're going. I'm a realtor uh, because I want to... Um, you know, help more people buy homes. So I want to help, you know, the American family establish, you know, their first home. Um, that, that's really important to know where you're going. Uh, and then establish what the ground rules around you are, which are your core values of who's going to come with you and what the qualities they have to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's real important that people rouse that our wicked smart community, as you can see, that's what my shirt says. Yeah. Cause we're from new England. So I love it. Wicked smart. Um, so the, the community is set up not only to help you do transactions, but to help you establish and scale your business if you choose to, but also to set systems and automate. So that way it's predictable. Um, I don't want you just, if you want to just do onesie twosie deals, great, but that's not going to create wealth. Um, mm-hmm. if, but if you wanted to, which our purpose is to help uh, individuals and families create the life of their dreams. If, if that's the case and you want to create the life of your dreams through real estate, then we need to establish, okay, well, here's what you have to do. Step one as a sole opener. Here's what you need to do. Step two, in order to build a small team, here's the pieces that we use. Here's the resources. Here's what, if you want to grow into a million dollars, here's the steps in place that you need to, that you need to do. So it's not only about just doing transactions, but it's actually about building a business that, you know, can establish itself and, you know, can create wealth for generations. Yeah. That's awesome. So how, how does the community work? Yeah. So our community is, uh, so all of our associates from around the country, we all, uh, train together. Uh, we have, uh, platforms like Slack channel 
uh, mastermind calls. Um, and then you have individual calls. So you have a associate that comes in, will have a, uh, a direct coach, one-to-one coach that they're going to have. Then they're also going to have access to higher community of 60 plus associates right now. So, um, as one of our core values is constantly innovate and improve as we do deals, as the associates do deals, there's so much mind power that's happening there. So that's why people are, are scaling so much faster and are doing deals in a much uh, more quickly period of time. Um, so the associate is an ongoing mastermind with uh, communication platforms and masterminds, uh, but also uh, in-person meetings as well. So it's really, it's an entire ecosystem in itself. Uh, that's why uh, we want to keep, uh, if you want to be part of something where everyone's running in the same direction, instead of just being on an island by yourself, um, that's where the Wicked Smart community really comes into play. That's great. All right. Well, this is my last question. Uh, it's one I ask of every guest. If you could go back to the beginning of your career and change one thing, what would it be? Um, hmm. It's a great question because I don't think I would change anything. Uh, I even said it early in the conversation. I, I wouldn't really change it because yeah. I am who I am at, at this stage because of all the experiences that I've gone through. I don't think I would have been in the position I am now if I didn't go through those stages in life. Um, the one thing maybe that I would increase would be say, I go back to like 18 year old Zach and I would say, Hey, let's get involved in personal development more. Like let's start reading more. I didn't start reading until after I left college so, yeah. uh, or try a little bit harder, uh, with your, your, <laughs> with your normal schooling. But, um, my perspective, I just didn't have as much drive because I wasn't interested at, uh, in it at the time. So maybe, uh, maybe go back and work on the mindset and the personal development a little more quickly. Maybe I'd be established. Maybe I'd be a couple of months ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. We probably all could have used that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My man. Okay. So, uh, if people wanted to get the, the book for free, they go to new rules And then if they want to learn more about, uh, what you guys are doing at smart real estate coach, how can they do that? Yeah. The best thing to do is, uh, definitely go ahead and get that book as it's absolutely for free. I mean, there's no, we're not like other mentors out there. We're not paying for shipping or handling or anything. You just go, but give us your address, give us your information and we'll send you the book for free. Um, the other way, uh, especially if you want to get like a really, uh, dense, uh, like 50 minute version is I would go to uh, smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash webinar, absolute free webinar. Uh, we run them weekly. Uh, it'll really give you a, uh, we'll give you some case studies. We'll break down some more uh, jargons, more techniques that way you get to really dive into the ins and outs of our business. Um, uh, so go ahead and do that as well. Set aside some time and, and dive in and, you know, look and see if, the, if our community, our niche is where you think you truly can uh, build wealth, which I, I know it's a no brainer, but uh, that's up for you to decide. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. That's it for this episode of Shop Talk. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the talk, leave us a review or subscribe to us on your podcast player of choice. Shop Talk is a production of the CE Shop.